Let us declare war. An open letter to the post-militia and Christians in America. Introduction. Suppose there was once a small remote village, population less than 200 souls. In the service of these souls was one doctor, maybe two. One spring, a new disease rolled in and it was quite deadly. The symptoms at first appeared to be negligible, but soon the host would be almost permanently stuck with the conditions, living in a kind of death till death. Skip forward several years. Most of the population has been afflicted by the disease since the start. Just about every family has been affected. The doctors in the early years enlisted the help of other countrymen and they developed all kinds of rehabilitative programs to aid victims and previous victims. No one appeared, even after all these years, to be concerned with the source of the disease. No one appeared to be concerned with killing it. No one appeared to be concerned with preventative measures as opposed to exclusively rehabilitative ones. Maybe in word or publication, but not in deed. Until one day. One day a group of men rose up and said, we've had enough of this disease. It's taken so many souls. We know where it's coming from. Let us go to the source. Let us declare war. Sure, some still may get sick even after its removal, but how many souls will be spared is greater still. This is our responsibility to our fellow man. The council of doctors attempted to stop them and said, but what about us? If you kill the source, what about our livelihoods? To which the men replied, are you really defending the perpetuation of death? This is not some far off fable. This is the story of the evangelical church combating pornography. Bottom line up front. Here's the bottom line that I will qualify for the rest of the letter. It is the responsibility of the Christian church to eliminate and eradicate the pornographic industry near and abroad, prim primarily by means of the Holy Spirit and by the lesser means, which his grace will work through, of socio-political advocacy and family discipleship until it is put under Christ's feet. May this ministry launch, may this movement go forward, and may we, by his grace, lead from the front. I am calling for the establishment of a ministry or institution oriented to these ends, the illegal destruction of the adult film industry. Scripture teaches the family to hate pornography, the church to hate pornography, and the state. We need to repent and obey these commands of God in all of the places of authority we have. The state is not the savior. Let me go ahead and get this point out of the way. Legislation will not regenerate men. If this point were a trampoline, I would like to jump on it up and down until the springs gave way. Man is not redeemed by stipulation, but by imputation, the imputation of the righteousness of Jesus Christ by grace through faith alone. Any mature disciple of his understands this, so I will trust I will not need to belabor the point much further. Laws prohibiting the production and consumption of pornography will not completely eradicate it from our land so long as men are sinners. But 
it will significantly reduce its toxic effects on our soil. Is this under the state's jurisdiction? Is it charged with this kind of authority by scripture? Absolutely. We'll get to that point. But first, here's another important disclaimer. The Savior is over the state. Jesus Christ is king of the nations, says the evangelical, including this one, says the biblically consistent Christian, the evangelical quakes. The word could not be more clear. The civil magistrate is a minister of God responsible for executing his justice, Romans 13, one through five. We are living in the outlier, the version of Christendom, AKA Western civilization, which is culturally, socially, and politically antinomian in rebellion to God's law, intentionally operating apart from its influences, operating in autonomy. We ought to have a good reason, based from scripture and in light of history, why we are the only era which has ever lived this way. We do not. Of course we do not, and we know this. We cannot continue to call Christ king and deny him his crown rights. So long as Christians live in a society, it is their duty to consistently call the institutions around them to repent and believe in the Lord Jesus and, and obey his commands. Should we perish? So be it. God will punish the immoral state in society as surely as he judges individuals. We ought to pity them. As we proceed to discuss and debate this call to arms, mobilizing Christians to call for the illegal abolition of pornography, we ought to pity those professing believers who would rush to the defense of such a grotesque industry. And yes, I promise they exist. They are usually the kind of quote Christian that supports abortion, gay mirage, and other clearly biblically condemned behavior. We ought to pity them for several reasons. One, they are in high rebellion against the very will of God, protecting an institution which he clearly abhors in his word. Two, they would rather millions upon millions suffer generational consequences for sin in order for others to experience on-demand orgasms, and probably themselves as well. Three, they would rather appease man in his flight to hell than obey God and bestow covenantal blessings to entire communities. We can go on and on, but clearly this individual, having no regard for the weight of these issues, will most likely go on misrepresenting the Christian faith. This too shall be judged. Aside from them, there is a different kind of critic whom such a ministry or movement would have to be aware of, the consistent pessimist. This individual, probably a premillennial or amillennial, will believe themselves to be more clever than the first critic. They have no problem calling the porn star or producer to repent. It is the state they would rather not touch. Maybe they claim it is not the right of the state to enforce such laws. Maybe they rely on the old adage, quote, there's no use polishing a sinking brass ship. The world is supposed to get worse. Our kids and neighbors are supposed to be exposed to explicit porn and then we get raptured, right? Or we just wait it out and forget it all in heaven, right? There are, several, there are several reasons why this individual is not so clever, why their, quote, caution is misplaced, inconsistent, and frankly, unbiblical. Particular issues. This same individual probably raised a hallelujah when years of prayers were answered 
in the overturning of Roe v. Wade this past year. But perhaps they did so quietly. After all, we would not want to get the state involved in the obedience of God. We would not want to enforce the truths of Scripture in the public square. This, this same individual takes no caution in contending with other believers for theological clarity and maybe even says some things to pagans every now and then. But to actually act on those beliefs? No, that would be a works-based faith, they tell us and everyone else. That would be a radical faith, they tell the Apostle Paul as he intentionally appeals to Caesar. This same individual has altogether misunderstood the covenantal, comprehensive, corporate nature of the gospel by which the world is to be discipled and taught obedience. They have intentionally overlooked or reimagined what the last several centuries of church history have produced. The myopia is so intense, they cannot see the history of the nation they live in, America, where pornography was ecclesiastically, socially, and politically forbidden until the, the deterioration of prohibitions began in the 1960s. They are like the doctors described in my parable, preferring to retain the cancer than remove it. The heart of the matter. Let us get to the heart of the matter. Let us not pretend this is about eschatology or political theology or any other excuse we can throw scripture in front of. This is about repentance. This is about acknowledging that while the conservative church has all the plans in the world to continue to speak out against homosexuality, it has no plans at all to eradicate porn from its pews. It's about confessing that while we would cheer on legislation to keep out transsexuals from women's sports, we would dare not support legislation that would criminalize the production, distribution, and consumption of pornography. This is about remembering how many times a pastor has made the headlines for his discovered porn collection. This is about remembering those who, having seen that headline, proceeded to partake of themselves on their, quote, private safari browser just before heading to the Wednesday night prayer meeting. This is about really believing that heterosexual immoral sins are also an abomination unto the Lord. We would call for regeneration from our congregations, right? We must do so before calling it to our land. And if we would call for regeneration for our land, the Lord would destroy these institutions before our very eyes. Christians in America did not have to universally agree on the abortion issue for him to take it down. It was his grace towards the few that endured faithfully. Is he not capable of doing the same things for these issues? Is this not also a wrong that needs to be made right? We know this biblically. We know this intellectually. It's time we knew this experientially. Casting a vision. By this point, I've mentioned the pro-life movement a number of times because this movement would piggyback off of its successes and learn from its failures. Ideally, ministries would exist to go out of business. Many have criticized various pro-life groups for seemingly making profits off of the continued slaughter of infants. Anti-porn groups must resolve to seek no profit other than the legal elimination of the industry entirely. No more mainstream quote-unquote accountability seminars. Lord willing, they will no longer be needed in mass like the million-dollar industry that presently exists. Websites, chapters, petitions, marches, city council advocacy, letters to congressmen, the whole nine yards. Improve upon the structures that exist and get going. What we must not do is persist in our defeat and wallow in our self-pity. We must fight the evils of our day, including, believe it or not, porn.
We must not pick and choose our battles. We must aim for consistency as we call men and nations to obey Christ. Conclusion. I know these ideas need work. The ministry or movement will need refinement. It will need theological precision and guidance. It will need passionate, unrelenting spiritual fervor and zeal that would make Phineas blush. It would need stern leadership capable of resisting every temptation to quit. It will need the very blessing of God. These things can be done in faith in Jesus Christ. Every enemy will be put beneath his feet, including this one. All right, if you're still hanging out with us, you just listened to the open letter to the Post Militia and Christians in America titled, Let Us Declare War. I'd really be curious for uh, anyone who's listening or anyone who sees the blog post or Instagram post that follows this uh, publication. Uh, I'd be interested in your thoughts, your opinions, your questions, considerations. Uh, but most importantly, uh, uh, we would love for your prayers, uh, your prayers, your support, and thinking through these things um, and asking ourselves, is there any good reason why we shouldn't aim for the legal destruction of porn? We feel so strongly about abortion um, and all the devastation that it causes and we're seeking, biblical Christians are seeking its abolition. Uh, but why, why not stop there? If you're interested in maintaining this discussion, working through these things, uh, please reach out to me, reach out through the blog, uh, and let's get this thing going. Last thing I'll say is please share this. Um, I usually don't ask that on any of my posts or uh, whether it's Instagram or blog or podcast, but I truly believe that this might be the next step in God's providential plan to redeem this wicked nation and the fall of Western civilization. So uh, share it, even if you don't agree, uh, see what other Christians have to think. Uh, and again, let's pray that the discussion begins. As always, sin is dead. Death is next, and Ave Christus Rex. Brothers in Christ, here's a quick word from the Stoic Christian Affiliates. Are you tired of struggling on your own to set goals and maintain accountability? Are you looking for a group of men who could push you in sanctification towards Christ our Lord daily? Do you want to learn from their wisdom, practice their techniques, and develop your own? If so, it's time to join the Stoic Christian Fellowship, where men are trained to become men of God. Click the link below, go to stoicchristian.com backslash fellowship backslash, or click the Stoic links on the Christus Rex blog page under the Learn More tab. Thank you.